Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for Same Race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. G'day, Pickers here. The Winsec Savings and Loans Wangaratta Cup is on this Saturday. Don't miss live entertainment, great racing action, plus a special AFL guest and myself will be there, of course, for Off the Bench. So come and join us. Check country.racing.com slash Wangaratta. It's the great Matty Johns. Matty, good afternoon. Hey, Joel. Hey, Fletch. Hope you feel better, Fletch. He's, uh, he'll be back in a sec. He's been off to the Brasco a couple of times today, Matty. But anyway, uh, how's mate, I meant to ask you about uh, how do you relax? So it's been a long time between drinks. The football season finishes. You're back into it now. Uh, what did you do with your downtime? Um, I'm just trying to think there, Joel. It caught me on the spot. Um, I think you said it there when you said it's been a long time between drinks. Um, <laughs> yeah, we've been doing plenty of celebrating. Mate, um... Not a lot, you know, really didn't get away. Went up to North Queensland for a little stint, but just, mate, sort of relaxing a little bit. What about yourself, mate? What do you do? Just not about the family? Mate, yeah, absolutely. Uh, here's Larry the Limpers coming now. Here he is. Uh, he's got a bit of gout at the moment, Matty, I think. Uh... Hello, boys. How are you? Hello, Fletch. How are you, mate? You, you, uh, I know you've been in the hostel a couple of times this week. How are you going? You're through it? No, I'm just dra- it's just draining draining my toe. I've got a bit of... Yeah, uh, it? it's not, no, it's got a gown. I've got, like, blood poisoning. Oh. So... What? They just, they just inject... Did you um, get blood poisoning? Uh, they're saying I got it from eating chicken feed. So... Well, yeah. So... <laughs> I had to do... We Heine and I had to do a, a uh, an ad, and they made us um, eat chicken feed... And it's gone. They're saying it won't happen, but he said what what it is, it's the fertiliser. Yeah. It can cause um, septicemia, which is a form of blood poisoning. And once it kills the flesh, it's hard to... So my, Are you the, up? You've been limping well, around. Well, you've seen... It's yeah. just strab. You've seen the yeah. strabbing. And I I just squeeze it out sometimes, but it's it's okay now, though. It's all good. I'm all good. So I, was to, I was supposed to shoot that commercial yesterday, but I had to... I had to come down to Melbourne. I'm here in Melbourne at the moment. So I'm shooting it maybe early next week. So, But I shan't be eating chicken feet. No, don't. don't. Chicken feet, on the other hand, awesome at Yumcha. <laughs> chicken feet. Yeah, nice. Yeah, Donna. What were you doing in Melbourne, Matty? Well, we um, did Tim Sheens yesterday up in Sydney, and then we popped down last night and did Ross Clark Jones. Oh, yes. Ross Clark Jones for the League show. Yep. And he was good. Unreal. So I'm here with the two bands and Sweet Reese. So we've come for a bit of a stint down here. And uh, it was very good, mate. Ross Clyde Jones, just a bit of a discussion with him on handling fear. And, uh, mate, he's he's unreal. Does he have fear, so mate? Does he have fear? Because I saw the, the storm chasers when him and Tommy were just travelling around the world looking for the biggest waves they can find. Does he, does he get scared? He said he just doesn't think about it. He said he just goes. I, I, I saw it to, I think the best way to explain it, 
I saw a TV show once, and they got Tommy Carroll, and they got and they got Ross, and they took him to a diving pool, and they put him on the very like you know that ridiculously high, you know that where you're up there and you're absolutely crapping yourself. Put him on the highest jump, and they said, "Tommy, you're first. And Tommy shut his eyes, like meditated. Got himself into the right frame of mind, walked over, threw himself in. And they said, right, Ross, your turn. He just went and just threw himself straight off. And he said, I just don't think about it. He said, that's what it... So he said, when he surfed Nazare, he said he surfed there. He was saying, you know, getting up around 60 to 80 feet. He said, I just stood on the, on the beach and looked out there. And he said, I just didn't bother assessing it. He said, I'll be, I'll be okay. And he said, I just went out there and sort of felt my way. Well, they call it uh, paralysis by analysis, don't they? Mm. The other way. Yeah. Hey, Maddie, when have you been most scared, would you say, in your life, in something similar to that? Um, I remember, mate, I, look, I'm a Cessnock boy, so I, um, you know, I'm not, well, you know, I'm not a, like a hardcore surfer, but I remember when, you know, mum and dad had a caravan park, I had a caravan up at Fingal Bay for about 30 years, and we used to spend probably four or five months of the year there. So you go surfing. I remember one day going out, and it was probably about 10 to 12 foot, and I got held under for two waves. I remember thinking, you know, you, that, that was that was terrifying. Like he was talking about that today, we're talking about being held down. And he said he was in Indonesia, and he got held under for two minutes. <laughs> and, and I said, what was that? And he said, no, I just didn't worry about it. And he said, he, he said I can feel myself dying. And he said, but it felt all right. He said, my eyes sort of rolled back, and I was going, oh, yeah, you know. And he said, but then they dragged me out of the water. Wow. But that, from, like, to me, that was that was the scariest I've felt. Because people, you know, you don't know what it feels like. You just, like, it just saps all your energy out. Like, Fletch, you'd have been held under miles at times in the surf. It just saps all the energy and gas out of you. Yeah, Mark Matthews, who's a big wave surfer, you know, he does those tour, he mm. does those speaking gigs. He said, you've got to enjoy... Two rides. So you enjoy the ride when you're on the wave and then you enjoy the way the ride when you're getting flogged underneath. Wow. So you've got to relax. What we all do, we panic because – and we're probably only getting held under for five, six seconds. We're, we're not – but it's the panic. And when you don't know where up is, it's um, it's awful. Maybe, um, I went, did Sheens yesterday, Joel. Sheens was, really, Sheens was really good. You know, talking about Tim about – like his whole coaching career. And, you know, we, we talk about sometimes that when you talk about the influence of coaches, you talk about what we talk about their, like, coaching tree. We always do. We say, like, you know, Warren Ryan spawned Gus and Chris Anderson and a couple of guys. Yeah, Jack Gibson was Wayne and then Wayne. Other guys. If you look at Craig Bell, uh, if you look at Tim Sheens, mate, his is the biggest, the most impressive of a lot. It's just like there's about 14, 15 guys who have directly come and been influenced off uh, Tim Sheens. So he spoke about that, all the blokes that he's coached. Interesting talking about, spoke to him about Craig Bellamy, because he coached Billy Ake, and then he had him as an assistant of sorts and coaching the 21 side. And I said, did you did you look at Craig Bellamy back then? And he go, yeah, this bloke would be a great coach. And he went, absolutely not. Wow. Yeah. I'll tell you. He said he just... I'll tell you about uh, Sheensy, right? So I, I see, Matty, a lot of what Craig Fitzgibbon's done with the Sharks. So he's brought in Dale Finucane and he's brought in, you know, Cam McGuinness and Nico Hines and all ships rise with the tide. What Sheensy did, Matty, before the Tigers won the comp in 2005, in those early 2000s, it was the Roosters who were quite dominant. So he couldn't get a hold of 
of all those who were sort of the better players, you know, sort of Brian Fletchers, etc. But yes. But what yeah. he did was yeah. he worked out who the better trainers were, and there were three blokes: Trent Clayton, Sam Obst, and a bloke called Luke Milton, who were quite good at leading the charge when it came to training. So he went and pinched them, and whilst they didn't play a major part in, you know, playing NRL for the West Tigers. All of a sudden, the beep tests were going from 12 and a halfs to 14s and 14 and a halfs on the back of chasing these three blokes. So, you know, all ships rise with the tide. And that's what he did. And I'm seeing similar things with the Sharkies. But as you say, like, I mean, Laurie Daly, Mal Meninga, Ricky Stewart, uh, Madge McGuire, Belly Aiken, the list just goes on under Sheensy, doesn't it? It does. It does. Interesting, Joel. Like, talking to him, like, we did the interview, the interview went an hour. And then I reckon I stood with him for another 45 minutes because, you know, he's like, he just talks football, football, yeah. football. And, you know, it, it was interesting to listen to his philosophies on the game. He, he, he was talking about, he says, like, you know, everyone says defence wins games. He said, it does to a certain extent. He said, but on the other way, I go, if your attack is really good, he said, what happens is, you know, the, the, other, the opposition just spends so much gas trying to defend you. And then when you're rattling up points, they keep giving the ball back to you. So the better your attack is, you know, the less defensive times you have to do. And that's what he did with the Tigers. He just went, hey, boys, we're not going to try to play a style of football all the rest of the side's doing. How we're building in these two, three years, what we're going to build to is having a skill-based, attack-based game. That's what. That's how we're going to win a comp. And um, he, said, he said in 2005, he said we were... So he said they began the... The year is 150 to 1, they were. And he said, I was sitting there thinking and said to the boys, we will, at the very least, finish top four. And I was confident they could win it. Which, really, if he told you that at the time, I mean, coaches sometimes, don't they? They bump you and they'll say, you ask them, well, how are you going to yeah. go this year? Some of them go, oh, no, we're going to go really good. And you just know they're not. You just go, oh, my God, poor bugger. And, uh, but, you know, with Shunzi, if he just said that to you, he just went, no way. Well, you know what, Fletch, and further what Matty's saying. So what I love about Sheensy too, he's so open-minded as a coach. So if someone mm. had an idea, he would turn the stones over to find out. So for me personally, I think legitimately, Matty, if you're trailing in a game, if you catch the ball off the kickoff, I think it's an easy 20-40. I honestly do with the wingers up and the fullback there. If you said that to Sheensy, Brian, he would go and explore that. He, he, he would challenge well, that's a, that's a it. That's a sign of a good coach. It. He would. I know some coaches who would you'd kick you out of the room. <laughs> hey, Matty, can, uh, yeah. Matthew, Sorry for this. now it's all right. Are you in a wind tunnel? What's going on there? What? Why? What are you oh, doing? No, 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 no. I'm just I'm driving with the crew in the car. Yeah. And um, I said to him today, I said, you're in for a real treat. When I chat to the boys, uh, we'll put it on speaker. And you can just listen to the master at work. So they're sitting here, just mouths agape, just listening. Cause when I did the interview, every time I finished those machines interview, they said, mate, you can't do any better than that. That was amazing. And then today, they were just like in awe. Yeah. So at the moment, I'm looking around and they're, yeah. just, they're oh, just blown away. How is, how is Benny Hogarth going there with his weight loss? Has he decided to do anything with those saggy breasts of his? <laughs> because he's looking like hey, one of those people with those big fat suits on that just look rank. <laughs> you can't 18 just, kilos, right? Yeah, I know. And you look, you look atrocious. You got to you got to sort of feel, tone up a little bit. Well, well, Matty said I looked pretty good this morning, yeah, so sure I'm going to I'm going to take that advice over yours. Have yeah. you have you seen well, Matty? Have you seen Matty's rig? <laughs> yeah, how good is it? Have you seen good. it? Yeah. Now let's get back to some footy chat, Matty. Uh, uh, hey, on, before you get on the footy stuff, sorry, hey, yeah. um, hey boys, uh, Sparman's on the text. He said, "Hey boys, where can I catch up on Matty's interview with RCJ?" That will be on. When do you reckon, Ben? About week three or week four. 
of the face-to-face interviews, the award-winning face-to-face interviews on Fox League. Week four, yeah, being week, told. Week there you four, go, Sparmy. Tuesday night, 7.30. Perfect. Yeah. Have I got Maddie there? I got lost. Have I still got Maddie there? I got there? lost last night, boys. Hello? Hang on, have I still got you, Maddie? Have I got Shallow Hell? Who am I talking to? <laughs> no, I- no, no, you, you, you got me, Fred. Sorry. You got me. Hey, ben, you focus, on the, you focus on the road, mate. Hey, um, Matthew, what have you been? Because you, you do like what, sitting at home and cracking a, f- a couple of uh, still cities and, and watching the Netflix. Mm. What are you getting around at the moment? I mentioned to you the other day, I think I think Joel might have mentioned it, and I, and I think you might, you might have been speaking about it, you like, so I went and checked it out, and I was obsessed with it. Over yes, awesome, yep. awesome, just okay. incredible. You know, I just found it was brilliantly done. The person that you know, for six of the episodes you look at her and go, You're disgusted by her. In the last two episodes, you know, this con woman you just admire her. Yeah, it was great, fantastic. Why are you resisting, Brian? Join the joyride. No, I know. I'm into I'm into uh, Kanye at the moment. Mm. I like it. You watch that, Matty? You got around uh, Kanye? I, I haven't. I haven't. I, I was listening to you blokes the other day talk about it, and I think one of your listeners might have said they got 15 minutes into it and couldn't watch, couldn't watch anymore. That <laughs> yeah. Me off a little bit. No, 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 no. That, that was that was this show. <laughs> That was the, oh yeah, 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 yeah. That was that, that was a run home. Huh? Yeah. And speaking of which, uh, speaking of radio shows, good radio shows. What's on tomorrow? Morning Glory. Well, we've got uh, Denon's in. Joey, Joey has his week off, so Denon's in. Webby's in. Mate, we're gonna we're gonna get Bozza. We're gonna have a chat to Bozza about one of the biggest stories of the week. I mean, the biggest story in the world is uh, Russia's invasion of uh, Ukraine, but the sanctions that's been put on Russia and what that means for like uh, Russia as far as soccer is concerned and of course mate Abramovich walking out in Chelsea which um, caught everyone by surprise how quickly it happened but uh, yeah. just basically what this means for, for Russia as far as European sport particularly football so but well, what on well, sound advice uh, movie of the week all that stuff sounds good mate you sound, you sound a bit tired you've had a big couple of days by the sounds of it I've had a big couple of days. I yeah. went to the casino last night oh, and good. Good uh, boy. lost. It's always a bad feeling when you have a little bit of a tap. Yeah. Uh, when you're playing the tables and you lose, it feels a little empty. When you have a little tap on the hokey pokies and you lose, it makes you feel like a real loser. <laughs> um, and what made it worse, I left and literally our hotel was three minutes walk. I took one wrong turn, kept asking people where the mantra was. They kept sending me the wrong way. I ended up 40 minutes away from the hotel. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know exactly where you went. Uh, shout out to kitten. Shout out to kittens down there. And uh, Matthew, great to speak to you. And get home safely, all all three of you guys. We love you guys in that car there. We love you guys. Boys, I'll just say this to you, Fletch. We've got a big year ahead, right? Massive. And you are vital to the team. I know. So, I know you like talking yourself down, but no, 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 no. You, you, you just listen for a second. Mate, you're vital to the team. Mate, get yourself in the hospital, back in the hospital. Get the necessary antibiotics. If we need you, fire right. all cylinders. I'll be right, Matthew. Yeah, on. On. Oh, I'll be right. Good Listen on you. Listen to that, boys. Listen to that. There you go. Thank see you. We'll see you, John. Yeah. See you, boys. Uh, drive safe. Travel safe. <laughs> there they are. Morning glory, by the way. Back tomorrow morning from 9 a.m. in New South Wales and 8 a.m. in Queensland. Uh, yeah, you look after yourself, Brian. 
It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.